listening to the Nerd Blitz with Doom and Fitz. I'm Doom. And I'm Fitz. And welcome to episode 133. What's cracking, everybody? Um, nothing. No, you can't fucking say nothing. Don't give me that nothing bullshit. Why? What's cracking? Because I'm not talking to you for a minute. You sit back and listen. Gang, listen up. What? Okay, I'm talking to all of you. And yes, I just turned to my room and cast my hand across it like everybody that's here that's telling. <laughs> right. anywho right everybody you're listening to two people right now who admittedly we've said many times over the years and we're coming up on seven of them mm-hmm. man we don't like ourselves mm-hmm. and you know i thought i really hate myself and you've even fits not you not you guys fits has even said because see he's listening uh-huh. it's a long wind up gang <laughs> and i'm sure by now you know where this is going right maybe and oddly enough when i ask that question i look to the right mm. the left is the crowd the right is you oh i see again telling wow oh my god i thought i really hated myself and he's listened fitz has listened to audio of mine be like dude yeah you dude. yeah you get you get next level with your self-loathing yeah but we've got us a fucking masochist over here gang oh yeah yeah i do i like to abuse myself Oh, my God. He's like fucking Paul Bettany in that fucking church movie. Yep. I'm like one of those girls that sits around and cuts their arms all day. Wow. You cut her, yeah. Just remember, sideways for attention, long ways for results. Yeah, no, I'm talking about sideways. Yeah. 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 Yep. So. It, I, I, here's a, a, a non sequitur or a little side trip that made me remember. Oh, okay. That made me think of this uh, girl that I used to. Uh, used to work at a drive-through window. You thought I was going to say I used to date, but no, is I, I I was going even weirder. I thought you were going to say shtup. No, no, no. She <laughs> no. She just gave me food through a window. Oh, is that what the kids used to call it? Uh huh. She gave me a hot lunch through the window. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a title. <laughs> hot lunch. <laughs> yeah. No. No, but she she'd like reach out, give me my change, and. I could see like scars up and down her arms and it was like, Oh, oh what you've been doing. What was you doing as a little kid? Girly was <laughs> a much younger <laughs> what person. Was you doing? Yeah. Anyway, continue. Did you, did you say, and it makes you a stronger person? No, I said, what were you doing when you were a little, when you were littler? Oh, <laughs> in my laugh, I thought you said it makes you a stronger person. I was like, dude, that's dark. Well, I mean, it- <laughs> Anywho, fucking, y'all remember that puppy update road show we went on? Mm-hmm. And I can't remember. It all blends together for me. I don't know if it was on Patreon or not. If it was, go to patreon.com slash pod. I think it might have been. If it wasn't. I think maybe. I don't know. Either way, this fuck was talking about some Star Wars books he'd been reading. Mm-hmm. Gang, we're going back. Oh my God, was that when I started reading this fucking thing? Yes, motherfucker. That's when you started reading this goddamn thing. Oh my God. You and you were bitching about it then too, fucker. Yeah. <laughs> but guess what? We've got an update. Give us your fucking update. Oh, I start. I went back and started. Uh, I, I finished reading all the good stuff I had, so I went. <laughs> so I went back and try and decided I'm going to finish Shadow of the Sith. And uh, my God, this book makes me angry. It just makes me. I mean, there's a couple times where I've literally almost just thrown it in the garbage and been like, fuck this book. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about thought about putting it in a donate pile, but then the other part of me was like, I don't, I don't want to give this to someone. Just put, put it in the garbage where it belongs. 
I don't want to inflict this on somebody else for free. Like, I I can't remember the last time I tried reading it. And it started out, like, halfway promising. Like, I told you, there's, like, there's good shit buried in this book. But it's, like, I'll have to, I don't have it right next to me. But let me look up how many pages it is. Dude, I swear to God, it's, like, 600 pages or some fucking crazy shit. Shadow of the And is Sith. is it a YA book? No, it's a groany it's a gro it's a big people book. Oh no. Yeah. And it reads Because if it was like six hundred pages of a YA book and you're still struggling through it, it's like that's bad. No, dude. This book But being fucking a big garbage. people book makes it worse. Yeah, and it's a big people book really trying hard to be a big people book. You know what I'm saying? Oh no. Where let's see. Where's the Oh no. What? Let me just get everybody else up to speed, too. Okay, in the time that we've been taking our stretches of breaks, Mm -hmm. every couple of weeks, this fucker tells me, oh, I tried picking that up again, and oh, man, it's bad. It's like he's working from pre-programmed bits over here. I I kind of am. Because every time he says the same thing, it just gets worse. (laughs) (laughs) He's like an AI that's learning how to hate. Okay, sorry. I was off off a little bit. It's, It's only 496 pages. Oh no! Yeah, it's it. The pacing is bad. Look, this thing's got thirteen hundred reviews on on Amazon, and it's got four and a half out of five stars. How is that possible? Um, am I just am I the asshole? I here's the thing, brother. Yeah. What we could have <laughs> here is a situation of where oh my god, we're so old. Well, maybe you think. Because I see the shit that people praise these days, and I'm like, you got to have a fucking head wound. Right. I mean, you've got to. There's no other fucking explanation here. Well, like I said, it's got some good stuff buried in there, but it's just like, it's this thing needs like a couple more editorial passes or something to tighten it up, because it is, there's like so much meandering, not even meandering, but just like explaining shit that doesn't need to be explained, like. I don't know. I'm at this Luke Skywalker, I'm, hero of the Republic, and it's like, bitch, we know. Yeah, it's like I'm at this part right now. So if if you don't know, the whole the whole plot of the book revolves around Ray and her parents escaping from wherever the fuck, and 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 Ochi, Ochi of Bastoon or whatever. Yeah, looking for them and trying to catch them. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's going to lead right up to when they drop her off on Jakku and leave, and the, he ki- he kills them and stuff. The stuff you see in uh, Rise of Skywalker or whatever. Right. So that intrigued me, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. And it was supposedly, based on the synopsis, it was like supposed to be Lando and Luke. Right. You know, and doing the stuff they talked about in Rise of Skywalker, where they were supposedly out looking for the Sith Wayfinder and all that shit, you know. So I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. It's none of <laughs> it's none of that. The whole thing has been them trying to save Rey and her parents from Ochi of Bestoon. Just watch, like, the last 20 pages, you can be like, oh, yeah, and we're going to look for this fucking thing, too. Gotta go! Right. But the whole thing is, like, is, like, them chasing chasing these <laughs> people around the, the galaxy and, like, like a fucking, like, a French bedroom farce where one goes in one door and the other people come out the other door. Oh, my you God. You know what I'm saying? Where they're, like, constantly yeah, missing yeah, yeah. each other and, like, yep. and like, oh, well, we got to keep looking for them. And then they cut over to where they're at and they're, like, in a different hangar on a different part of the planet or some shit. I don't fucking Some know. of the best episodes of Frasier are those f- fucking French bedroom <laughs> farces. Yeah. Yeah, but it doesn't make for a good Star Wars book. Right. <laughs> and and it, it, it's just... It's just that right there. Okay, stop. 
that right there, I've heard you do it at least twice so far. Yeah. That tells you everything you need to hear about the book, where you're like, it, it, <laughs> you've got this defeated fucking almost whine when you talk about this book. Pull the fucking ripcord, dude. But I've already read 390 pages of this fucking thing. Pull I, the I, fucking ripcord. I only have 100 pages left. It's not going to beat me. It's going to haunt me if I don't finish this fucking book. You realize there's fucking Wikipedia, right? You can close the book on this cocksucker. Go there, get the highlights, and be like, oh, that was a good story. Yeah, I know, but... You could have done that fucking 200 pages ago and saved yourself, like, four months of being like, God damn it, dude, this book. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's right now it's either finish this book or go back to that Willow book, which is fine, but that book about... put That's like a workout for me to read that book. It's It's... For real, like reading Lord of the Rings. It's like reading what? It's for real, like pretty much like reading Lord of the Rings, only not oh, not oh. Only, only not so hard to understand. Gotcha. But oh. holy shit, Chris Claremont is fucking wordy. Good lord. And it's not like it's not necessarily like what you don't like about Tolkien, where it's like in the fucking the blanket was had thread made from fucking whatever the fuck. It's just like from the sweetest puss of the hottest bitch. Yeah. It, it's just, um, it's just so, I don't know. There's just so much, um, exposition. It's just crazy. Hmm. How, Once they actually how start long going through. Oh my God, dude. That's at least as long as that. At least as long. At least, at least 400 page, 500 pages. Wow. What does it see? Willow book series. Which, uh, gang, we will be talking about the Willow show here in a bit. Yeah. Shadow Moon. There's- Something else I want to get to first, though, but yeah. 464 pages. It's actually it's 30 pages shorter. I know, I was going to say, that's 33 <laughs> pages shorter than this other mm. book. And this Shadow Moon is, I find it much more enjoyable to read. It's just, mm-hmm. it's draining. Like, right. like, I actually have to put effort into this. And it's a very slow move. Like, it's, it is. It's dense. It is dense, dude. Like, right. I think I've, I've read 30, 40 pages. Four pages. No, like 30, 40 pages. I'm maybe on the third chapter. Second, oh, no. second chapter. Oh, yeah. These chapters are hella oh. long and there are no breaks. And see, that's like diametrically opposed to what I'm reading. I'm reading uh, War, the second book in Kevin J. Anderson's Wake the Dragon trilogy. Right. He's got some chapters where it's like three pages. What's even more fucked up, though, is like it's three pages and there's a break in the middle. Whoa. And I'm like, this is the perfect. That's why I'm such a big fan of his writing, because he fucking, he's like, all right, we're moving. Come on, let's do this. Mm -hmm. And even when there's like a part where it's like, okay, this is starting to get boring. It's like, yep, okay, we're moving on to the next thing. Yeah, well, see, that's that's like this Star Wars book, only he doesn't really move. Like, it's starting to be like the chapters are getting shorter and shorter towards the Mm -hmm. end of this book. And like you said, like, yeah, like just what you were saying, I was reading, I read a chapter last night that had two pages. Mm-hmm. And then it cuts back. I'm like, why don't you just put a chapter break in there? Why does it have to be its own chapter? And then, and then it's like, why'd you even need this chapter at all? Mm-hmm. Just cut this fucking shit. You're talking about these people thinking their thoughts while they're on hiding on this ship or something. It's like, why do we even need that? And then the next chapter is like Lando and this other chick fighting some corporate security guard people trying to get to the ship where these other people are at. And then that's like two and a half pages. And then they cut back to to some other thing for like two pages and it's like what the fuck man you're all over the place well pull your finger out of your ass 
that's how Vengewar is too, because he's balancing multiple storylines across two continents and shit. The thing is, this isn't like, multiple storylines. <laughs> they're right. they're literally in the same fucking place. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. <laughs> they're like fifty I, I understand. feet. They're fifty feet apart. <laughs> I mean, like that guy looks. From, nah, can't be. But that's a popular thing. It's it's funny that you're reading a sort of sci-fi book. That's really popular in fantasy. Yeah, where it's. The bouncing narrative. And I know, like, that uh, Han and Lando book kind of did that, didn't it? Where it jumped perspectives and shit, and then it was jumping through time. Oh, yeah, that jumped through time. That really fucked my head up. Well, that's the other thing about this book that really annoys the shit out of me, is the chapter headings will be, like, uh, it'll give you, like, a location. Right. And then a time. And the time, that it's, it says it's either now or then. Oh. So it's like, what do you mean then? What? What? And it's when like, is then, fuck? Right. And it'll be like the same people just then. Well, how far away was then? What are you fucking, what oh, are you talking about? Oh. oh, I hate it. Oh, I hate it so much. You don't hate it, though, because you keep reading. I do, but I hate myself more. <laughs> <laughs> so you're reading it being like, ooh, I hate this, but I deserve it. But I deserve it. This is the best. <laughs> this is the best that I deserve. So in the end, he's going to be like, this was the greatest book ever. Not because it was good, because it's what I deserve. Right. It was it was the, it was the greatest book that I deserve to read. Oh, no. Thank, thank you, sir. May I have another? No shit. You got a bloodied lip and you're like, but the nose is still intact. Uh-huh. Oh, no. Can you crack my orbital bone, please? Either one, both, if you feel like. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But I've noticed that's really popular in fantasy because from what I understand, Game of Thrones does that. It's like, hey, we'll catch up with fucking Jon Snow right now. Ah, fuck him. Now we're going to go over here and talk to fucking... And that's fine. Like, that happens a lot. Right. That's, that's, that's not unusual. But it unusual. doesn't happen as much in sci-fi is what I'm saying. Oh, well, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. But either way, it's fine. It's just the way this guy has constructed this book is just, I don't know. Offensive. It kind of is. It kind of really makes me mad. I mean, it better be fucking offensive as much as you've bitched about it. And these motherfuckers brought hot chocolate back and fucking... Say what? These motherfuckers are drinking hot chocolate in this book and made it like a reference, like a callback to the Timothy Zahn hot chocolate part oh. thing that I fucking hated. Let me ask you something. Since what? you brought up like real world... <laughs> what? <laughs> Pissy bitch. <laughs> I'm not the enemy here, fuck. <laughs> what? <laughs> I think we talked about this a long time ago, but how did you feel about like the bathrooms in Star Wars and shit, like the refreshers? That's okay. I mean, it makes because, sense. You got to have something, right? And you don't want them to be like, "Well, I went to the shitter." Right. Like I, because, I yeah, or, I really I liked how they handled it in uh, Mandalorian when the when they right. when he got the blue dude at the beginning and the guy's like, oh, "I gotta hit the whatever he called it, the vac tube or whatever." Right. Yeah. And the other thing was like they would call coffee calf. That is a pet peeve of mine. Is it? Okay. Because that's, that is like. It's a super trope. Yeah, that's pervasive across every, like that's in Warhammer books, they call it calf too. Yeah. See, that stuff never bothered me. I think it was uh, John Jackson Miller one time on Twitter, he went on a screed about it and I'm like, well, fucking A, dude, you don't want everybody to be like, I'm going to the fucking bathroom the restroom to take a number two mm. like i'm going to the refresher right shit like that or i'm gonna go to the cafe and i'm gonna have me a fucking 
triple shot, extra fun, or all that shit. It's like you've got to make it a little different to make it feel better. I think. Right. Well, otherwise, it's just like it's this with fucking laser swords. Right. What but I fucking do. But I mean, calf is like it's. It feels lazy or cheap. Yeah. Like you couldn't like come up with something different than that. I think the reason everybody used it is because it is tropey. It's like, if you come up with anything else, it sounds more ridiculous than the trope. That's true, I guess. I guess if you just made up some word, then it would be like some real try-hard shit. Yeah, it's like fucking brown energy water or something. It's like, ooh, that <laughs> ooh. sounds like you're drinking shit. Is this Austin Powers? Uh-huh. I got it from the refresher. <laughs> I made it in the refresher. <sighs> <laughs> now I'm fucking super peppy and shit. <laughs> um, but I, there's no way I could have fucking even started this episode and not fucking <laughs> brought that up with you just bitching about it last night. And I'm like, fucker, come yeah. on. Yeah, I mean. You were almost a doctor. Come on. Oh, yeah. You're better than this. I was almost a doctor. <laughs> but yeah. I'm almost halfway into Vengeware, by the way. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's fast. I've been trying to read like 10 pages a day. Yeah. And sometimes it's like, I can do two today. And then other times it's like, oh, I can knock out 25. No problem. Yeah. So it's good. It's I like it. It's well written. And that's a, a that's a fantasy book. Yeah. Avenger War. Yeah. 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 It's uh like I said, it's a sequel to uh, Spine of the Dragon, which I read and reviewed in like fucking 2018, 19. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's good. It's about these two fucking warring continents. There's an island in the middle that they both battle over. And then on the one continent, which is the old world, really. Mm-hmm. Forget what the continent's actually called. But then there's like three warring factions there. There's the sand wraiths up down at the bottom. And then there's the ice wraiths up at the top. And then there's the humans in the middle. And the ones at the top, they're like, fuck the humies. You're pieces of shit. And the ones at the bottom are like, well, we can use these pieces of shit while they're fighting with each other. Yeah. So... A lot of shit going on in that. Hmm. But it's good. Hmm. But is there any calf? Mm, I don't think so. Oh, okay. And nobody's went to a refresher yet either. Oh, okay. Well. It's fantasy, dude. It's not sci-fi. They don't do that ridiculous shit. (laughs) (laughs) There's dragons, man. Come on. This is serious shit here. It's dragons, man. Dragons. So, uh... Like I said, I want to talk about Willow, but first we've got to go to another fucking Lucasfilm thing we never talked about. Um, which is... Wrong, Andor. Oh, we never talked about that? Mm-mm. Not at all? I don't think so. Oh, fuck. Shit, that's been over for a bit of a while now. <laughs> yeah, like two months, I think? Yeah. So it happened, that's about all I remember. No. No. <laughs> no, that was good. That show was really good. Yeah, and it was kind of a fucking dark horse, wasn't it? Kind of, yeah. Like, that was the one that I kept forgetting was coming out. And Oh, yes, I remember. It was not... I mean, I was excited for it, but it wasn't... I, I, like, I had no expectations for it, really, because I didn't know what it was going to be. You were excited for it, but it didn't have, like, the glitz and glamour of, like, Obi-Wan or Mando or Bad Batch. Right, because I... Like, like, yeah, like I said, you, you don't know what you're going to get. Right. It, yeah. There was no real plot released for it other than well you're gonna see him do some shit before he did some other shit right you know how he died in the other thing well this is before he died in the other thing right let's watch but yeah i i really enjoyed it like the first couple were a little slow yeah but i think that was good to really set up you know to to make the other episodes feel faster or feel more intense yeah it gave you something to build on 
Right. Where a lot of shows, what they'll do is they'll fucking kick the doors open and be like, all right, bitch, everything's on fire. Woo, let's do this. And then like three episodes in, they're like, why don't you calm down a bit? Yeah, we don't know what to do now. Right. We know how this ends, but we don't know what's in the middle. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. There's surprisingly a lot more um, a lot more intrigue involved than what I expected for some reason. Yeah. Like a lot of, like, like all the Coruscant intrigue. And the, right. and the bank the whole fucking mon mothma right and the bank accounts and the moving money around and the and you know it's funny that you bring that up because everybody's being like oh this is the greatest fucking star wars thing since fucking empire once again they're saying they've said that bullshit again mm, gotcha. and it's like how can every project be the best thing since empire um but yeah i don't whatever. know same reason why this shithole book got four out of four and a half stars well, you know, I wanted to tie those two things together mm-hmm. because there is a short attention span. Yeah. But it's like you realize the only reason this show is as good as it is is because it builds on those things everybody hated, right? Right. Because yeah. without the prequels and the political bullshit that everybody hated in that, right. you don't get to set up this political bullshit here. Right. Yep. So it's like, you're saying it's the greatest thing since Empire, but it's built on the thing that you're saying isn't good. Yeah. It, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's very, very connected to the, the prequels. And like specifically, which I know this got praised, but specifically Clone Wars too with Mon Mothma and all of her bullshit going on. Right. But it's like, again, Clone Wars is only as good as it is because of the movies surrounding it. Right. But it is interesting that everybody loved that political intrigue shit and it's like this is all the, the fucking right it's all the, yeah it's pt all, was well yeah that's all everybody bitched about with the pt right or it's like we don't want to fucking see senate sessions we want to see people fucking with laser swords right now they're like fuck them laser swords yeah i, I mean quite literally they are people i know we're saying it's like can't we have fucking one star wars thing without lightsabers yep well you got it and it's like bitch 20 years ago right you motherfuckers were, oh, you raped my childhood, you raped my childhood, and bullshit. Now he, they're giving you the shit based on the childhood raping, and you're like, oh, this is so good. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't make no fucking sense. No. Nope. It is interesting to me that you pointed out like the Coruscant intrigue and whatnot, because it's like, huh. Because I've seen a lot of people doing it, and I'm not lumping you in with them. Right, I know. The people who are bitching. I mean, we're, we've got hundreds of hours, gang. You can go listen to a, us being like, oh, the prequels, blah, blah, blah. But it's curious that that keeps getting called out, and I'm just sitting here like, you motherfuckers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, how the worm has turned. Yep, indeed. Mm. But, oh yeah, it was so fucking good. Yeah, it was. I I was worried that that little prison arc in there might Might drag it down a little. Yeah, Yeah, I did too, but they really, like, it really paid off. By the end of that arc, it was like, oh. Oh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. When they finally... Well, spoilers and stuff, but, uh, yeah. but you know, when they, when he finally, when Andy Serkis character finally gives in and is like, realizes they got to get the fuck out of there. Right. That, you know, this whole time he was trying to be the, you know, on good behavior. So, so that he could actually get out of prison someday. And then right. once he realizes there is no out, mm-hmm. you know, that was such a, a, a great episode and a great right turn. Great fucking turn. Yeah. yeah. I was. I think the thing that worried me the most about that arc, though, was like how they got into it. Where he's like, "Okay, I'm cool. I'm on vacation. I'm porking this chick or whatever." Right when he was laying low after he stole all that, where he got paid for that job. Right. Yeah. And then they're like, 
he's on this weird beach planet, and it's like, guess what? He's in prison now. And it's like, wait a minute. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they fucking threaded that needle. Yep. Yeah. The uh, the stuff with his like adopted mom at the end, yeah. where she like rallies the whole city in that in that <sighs> message. Yeah. That was good. I liked it. What I'm very thankful for uh-huh. is that they cut the F word from that because allegedly they part of that speech. Ain't included- no allegedly. Oh. That's confirmed. That at some point, she was going to be like, "Fuck the empire!" Right. And oh my god, I'm so glad they didn't do that. I think I think having the cops say shit was bad enough. Yeah. I mean that went by and wasn't as big of a deal. But if if it was like that was like the centerpiece of the finale was her saying "fuck the empire," I'd be like, oh my god, yeah. that just ruined the whole thing. Well, I remember I asked you, it's like, what? How do you feel about the shits? And you're like, it's not my favorite thing. Yeah. Right. You were like, it wasn't, it didn't take me out of it, but I noticed it. And I was like, yeah, I figured. Yeah. Because I noticed it too. But the F, the F word, I would have just been like, that's, come on, man. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. I mean, clearly I'm not a fucking prude, but. Well, me neither, but there's just, right. I've said it before. There's just some things that don't need it. Right. It's like they, Star this Trek doesn't belong. where every fucking five seconds somebody's shitting. Right. Or, and it's like, or fucking, fucking or fucking for right. that matter. Right. I mean, that just, that blew my mind when I was watching Picard and she dropped the F-bomb like right away. I was like, whoa, that doesn't sound right in this show. And the way she did it too, I think the delivery on that could have been cleaned up and it wouldn't have been as harsh on the ear. Yeah. But this way she was like the sheer fucking hubris. Oh, right. Yeah. She really laid into it. Yeah. She was like, I'm going to hit this hard and you bitches are going to fucking take it. And I was like, yeah, you could have. Yeah. You could have fucking tightened that up a bit and been like, the sheer fucking hubris or like the fucking balls on this guy, you know, mm-hmm. instead of like punching it real hard like that. Yeah. No, I agree with you. Like I said, I'm no fucking prude. Clearly. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I don't think everything needs it. And that's the fucked up thing too, is like, as soon as shit goes to streaming mm-hmm. like that, they're like, fuck it. Let's do titties. We're going to say cunt and fuck. And I'm like, all right, all right. All right, back up a little. Tone it down. Mm-hmm. It's like you're a 12 year old, your parents are out of earshot, and you're like, fuck holes. And it's like that, you're not even doing it right. Now, something that, that could have benefited a little bit from some, some more titties and some hot action is uh, that Willow show. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I know, we're still talking about Andor. I'm just saying. Yeah, but. Oh. That could have, they, they could have put a little extra, like, game of thrones light in there well and it's like again with fantasy it's weird the things that i think you can get away with in fantasy because i know even you you're like well i don't need fucking swearing in my D and i'm like it's okay though fuck it right yeah you're not as staunch about that rule as you are as like no swearing in star wars and star trek but you've still brought it up yeah i mean it is it, it does hit my ear kind of odd sometimes but it's not the same as Star Trek and Star Wars, for sure. I think I don't mind it because it's like, this is harsher times, man. Right, exactly. Harsher times call for harsher language. Exactly. That's why I think I don't mind it as much. Right. And I mean, clearly not the fucking Game of Thrones. That's all it is. Yeah. I mean, there's like sister fucking in that. Yeah. So it's like, you better get used there, to there somebody sh- saying. There sure is. Fucking shit. Yeah. Oh, fucking Willow. Yeah. Let's finish on Andor, though. Okay. Oh, I got a lot of thoughts about Willow. Okay. I th- I think really the standout surprise character for me, other than, what was her name, Bix? Yeah. 
the let's his put girlfriend. her in a fantasy show like right now <laughs> holy fuck yeah i came out of that being like i got me another future xy yeah what's that like 72 i like the uh the torture method they had too the interrogation method that was fucked up oh yeah the like kids screaming or whatever the fuck yeah but it was, was like alien they were yeah. like they were like aliens in their it was alien kids yeah even creepier right Ooh. right yeah no that was fucked up yeah other than her being my favorite character for not so savory reasons, uh, <laughs> it was old fucking uh, the doctor dude from Thor. Oh yeah, uh, oh yeah. Um, what's his name? His character's name was Luthen. Right. Yeah. Which that dude's fucking cool, man. Yeah. He's good and shit. Yep. Yeah, I liked how uh, it was cool to see him like switch between his like spy persona and. And switch switch back to his like art dealer character. I would have said business and spy, but but yeah, I liked how they how how they showed him switch back and forth a couple times, and like right and like how mental he was, and his his speech to Andor at the end when uh when Andor shows up, finds him, and shows up on his ship, and is like, all right, you can kill me now if you want. His whole their their whole interaction there was pretty fucking tight. Yeah, it, it just. Everything about that character, though, the way he was, in a way, he was kind of like the Empire. He's playing both sides against the middle. Right. Empire, the Emperor. Emperor, yeah. But yeah, he's playing both sides against the middle, but for slightly more noble causes. Um, yeah, I mean, don't get it kinda. wrong, he's still getting rich off of it, but... Right. But it is right. It is interesting to see like how brutal and kind of cold the the rebels end up being, like like how they have to be. Well, and it gives that the opening of Rogue One more weight too, where fucking Andor went down that alley and he shot that. Oh dude yeah, yeah. Fucked up arm. Right. Yep. Where it's yep. like, oh, it's, oh, I see how they get. Okay, it makes sense. Yeah, Got it. Yep. Yeah. It, it was just. It was just weird because like growing up, you see the the OT and everything's like all morally black and white, and you know the the rebels are the good guys, and and yeah, then Ewoks showed up. Yeah. <laughs> And it's like, oh, they're cute. Oh, my God. I think they just ate that guy. Right. And they, uh, <laughs> you know, the rebels are the good guys, and they, they're they fighting against the Empire, who does all this horrible, horrible stuff. Mm-hmm. And now you see, oh, wait, they do a lot of horrible stuff, too. But, I mean, and this, this goes to something that we'll release at some point in the future, mm-hmm. that piece I wrote for that next book. Mm-hmm. Where I was like, look, sometimes you've got to use your enemy's tactics, you know? Yeah. Well, and not even just tactics, but the way they treated each other. Because, like, oh, yeah, like, I mean, yeah. he, he totally sets that uh, Saw Gerrera's yeah. other, not partner, but, like, the like the third leg of their fucking right, yeah. rebel tripod. Like, he totally, like, set that guy up to take, to be just wiped out so that it would throw suspicion off everybody else. Right, to further everybody's cause. Right, he let those people like, yeah, die. We've got to fucking sacrifice some motherfuckers. Get over it. Yeah, that was fucking cold-hearted. Cold-blooded. Oh, yes. And, you know, the other thing is, it's funny how everything they're like, oh, fucking Saw Gerrera, that fucking far-wing nutbag. Right. And, and it's like, and it's you Gar- motherfuckers aren't much better. No, and Saw Gerrera's fucking afraid of this guy. Mm-hmm. Like, he's even he even talked to the guy like, you're fucking crazy, dude. Yeah, you're fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when oh, he, when he figured out that he was just gonna let that guy walk into that ambush and die, he's right. like, he's like, well, what if it had been me? And it was like, 
Well, and he leaned forward and he's like, "What if? What if? Yeah." <sighs> <laughs> he didn't yeah. have his oxygen yet. No, 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 no. I'm saying Luthen was like, oh, Luthen almost like, like yeah, hugging it, like, yeah, what if? Ooh. <sighs> <laughs> 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 Yeah, you finally caught up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, my 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 favorite character was the fucking bell ringer dude. Oh, <laughs> that dude was yeah. that dude was badass. You're like, look at this pimp. He can ring a bell like nobody's business. Yeah, it's not even a bell. He's fucking ringing the fucking anvil up there. Yeah, look at him pound it. Oh yeah, go my man. Map in the minimum in the map in the minimum in the bell ringer. <laughs> Tip to tail. Such a fucking good show. Yep. And that had more episodes than most of the Star Wars stuff that we've seen, right? I believe it was 12, yeah. Yeah. And they were 12 pretty fucking dense episodes, too. They weren't... They weren't... Yeah, it was like watching the Batman. Yeah. Kinda. <laughs> I know. And the fucked up thing is, like, you remember how we heard those rumors that it was going to be a three-season show? Yeah. And then everybody's like, they canceled making it a five-season show. And it's like, wait, what? Where the fuck did that come from? Everybody was saying three seasons. Right. And they're like, oh, yeah, it was originally going to be five seasons. Each year would be a, or each season would be a year. And it's like, I never heard this shit. Yeah. But now isn't it just going to be two seasons? And it's like, the, sec- yeah. the but the second season's going to have like 22 episodes or some shit. No, the second season's still going to be 12 episodes, but each three are going to be a year. A year. Oh, that's right. Okay. That's what it was. And I'm like, make it fucking three seasons and do six episodes as a year. Come on. Don't take this away from me so soon, man. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see after they had such a success of whether they don't rethink that. I, I, from the, Although if they it have sounds it, like I mean, if they have it ready to start shooting soon. Yeah. I mean, if they have it plotted that tight you know as tight as this first season was yeah uh, yeah i'd be leery of them exp- trying to expand it well gilroy said something about like they had it all kind of beat it out you know how george always said he had the entire saga beat it out and he was like then we'll make this these three and then right. those three and it wasn't exactly true or whatever right gilroy sort of said they had it all beat it out and they were looking at it and it's like we could lose a lot of this Mm. fuck it let's just do it as one season the people at lucasfilm were like whoa hold up dude right he's like come on let's try something weird and different yeah i'd have been like we'll cut it down to two seasons we're not dropping four full seasons here fucko right that way you'll have a total of three or yeah three instead of five that just it feels like things are gonna move too quick and there's gonna be a lot of shit that might not be explained yeah so i'm like i don't know about that Right. But overall, yeah, it's fucking amaze balls. So there's that. Yeah, there's that. But Willow. Yep. Willow. That was another one that I wasn't I wasn't super like excited. You know, it wasn't right. it wasn't like something that was way up on my radar. Well I was gonna say that this was another fucking dark horse. Where it's like we had kinda talked about it, I was like, Yeah, that might be interesting. Right. And like two weeks before it dropped, I was like, you know what? I should probably rewatch that movie. Yeah, me too. Actually, I I think I rewatched it after the first, after I watched the first episode, or maybe it was right before. No, I think it was after the first episode because I was like, oh, this is kind of interesting. I, I should go back and watch the, the original one and see because I don't have like super fond memories of that movie. Right. It was like one of those things where, you know, it's not Star Wars, so... It was disappointing because it wasn't Star Wars. Yeah. It, well, as you told me, it's like, it's not Star Wars and it's not Indiana Jones. What the fuck am I supposed to do with this? Right. Right. 
So it looked so, it looked cool until I watched it at the time. It was like, oh, that right. that's kind of cool because it was like right when I was getting into D and D and or right after I'd started, you know, in D and D, and it was like, oh, this is cool. But like I told you, right. I think because I watched it and I told you, like it was it was good, but it has a lot of flaws, and oh, yeah. some of those flaws are the technology of the time. And, the, mm-hmm. and some of the visual effects. And then some of it is just the really, um, not immature, but like the, the way it's written, some of it is just very simple or very, um, very prequel trilogy. <laughs> I would say it's real, like simple and kind of surface level. Yeah. Where it's, it's, there's like, oh shit, there's all kinds of shit they could do with this. Right. If they, oh, they're not going to, okay, never mind. Right. And, and what I was impressed with was like the set design and the, the, yeah. the background visuals and stuff is like, oh, there's a lot more to this than I remember. But I think one of the reasons at the time that I might've been so disappointed was this was also, like I said, when I started D and D and stuff and I, around that same time, I started watching a lot of um like Conan and right. Red Sonia and which are definitely more adult yeah oriented. yeah so then when I got to this it was like oh this is like a baby movie right it, like it would be a great introduction to fantasy yeah yeah for sure but it, like everything in this was like super arch like the and there, there was like almost no reason given for most of it it was just right. like this witch is evil and she wants to kill the baby because reasons. Because reasons and then here's her daughter and she's the warrior and she's gonna get this baby for her mom and they're going to kill it, and she's evil. But then she meets Val Kilmer, and now all of a sudden, she's not evil because reasons. And yeah. she wants to save the baby instead because reasons. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of because reasons in it. Yeah, which yeah. I have to say, the show kind of has that sometimes, too. There's a few there's right. a, there's a few times, especially early on, where it was just like, why? Reasons. Yeah. You know? But I think the show did a good job, too, of taking the because reasons from the movie and being like, well, here's kind of a reason. Yeah. Or if not a reason, let's just build on that. Yeah. As 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 the show went on, you got more reasons behind the reasons. It, right. It, they didn't just leave it as well, just because there was yeah. there was actually some explanation. Right. But early on. Well, like I said, I rewatched the movie and it's like, I kind of remember this, but I don't really remember this. So I might have seen bits and pieces of it but i don't think i ever saw it tip to tail the movie yeah but i kind of had the same reaction i think i, I maybe saw it once <laughs> okay maybe maybe twice okay yeah well i know you told me once you watched it you're like i think i remember most of this and i was like okay oh yeah like it, it was weird like like i said i've only seen it like maybe once twice in my entire life and it's been fucking 30 years at least right. since I saw it the last time and I'm watching this going I remember all of this dialogue yeah like it's coming back as if it was like some long lost dream that I'm remembering <laughs> right. you know it was like oh my god I remember all this I remember this I remember the fucking brownies I remember the and you, you know, were there and you were there yeah it was it was weird I was like wow it's fucked up I remember all of this and yet two seconds ago I couldn't have told you a thing about it right yeah yeah but yeah, I had a very similar reaction where it's like, there's something to this. Right. Yeah, there's definitely- I don't think it's yeah. fully there, but there's something to it. Right. And the thing we both said, too, is like, in a way, it almost feels like a reaction to Lord of the Rings. It is very Lord of the Rings-ish. Yeah, because they're like, let's get our fellowship together. Mm-hmm. Now let's break them. But that happens like well, so fucking quick. Well, and I think what I said, too, was like, we're talking about the show, right? 
Uh, no, I'm still talking about. You're still the movie. talking about the movie. Yeah, I, I think it was. Yeah, no, yeah, the movie. Because I, 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 yeah, I think I was telling you, like, I was like, dude, I don't think anybody can watch this movie and then watch Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings and go, they're like, Peter Jackson did get influenced by some of the shit that's in this movie. Because it was like, yeah, there is shit in this movie that is like almost identical to what they did in Lord of the Rings later. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. But the show, for me, like, I watched the first episode and I was like, it's, it's okay. Uh, right. I'll be honest with you. The first episode of the show, mm-hmm. I all the white girls. I was like, I'm good. Right? Yeah. No, I, uh, I agree. Like they, the, pretty much all of them. Like except uh, Enfys Nest, she's she's pretty good no matter what. But the other well, ones, it was see, just I like liked... it was just like, oh my god! I told you, I thought, I thought it was very CW. Yeah. This was basically exactly. it's basically like Gossip Girl meets Lord of the Rings, right? Or some well, shit like that. I mean, like I told you, like. Enfys Nest, Aaron Kellyman or whatever her name is. Mm-hmm. I liked her. Right. I like fucking dude who played Flash in the new Spider-Man movies. I really liked him. And the fucking giant dude, Borman. Borman, I yeah. thought he was amazing. Yeah, Those he was three, great. it's like, this is the show. Right. Everybody else, get rid of them because I want to fucking throat punch them. Because, <laughs> like, the prince, I was glad when he got taken away. Because, like, he's a fucking douchebag. Yeah. Well, I think that was the point, though, is he's a douchebag. I think, right. I think he, it, I think he was, was but... I think he was intentionally meant to be portrayed kind of as a douchebag. Yeah. But and this is what I told you too after watching I think it was just the first episode. Mm-hmm. The prince, the princess and fucking the baker girl. Uh-huh. They all reminded me of the kids from the uh Texas the new Texas oh, Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, kind of, yeah. And where you told me when you watched it, you're like, you might have some problems, but I think you're probably going to get the most joy out of watching these kids die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and when I watched it, I was like, please kill him. Please. Oh, yes. Oh, I think I almost just came. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and there's another one down. Oh, fuck. I'm, it's like a queen song over here. And another uh, one gone. And think, another... <laughs> again, I think that was part of the point. <laughs> it was. I think it, it was, was to make them as unlikable as possible so that you could root for the killer. Right. Yeah. And it's like, I know this is supposed to be like medieval times and shit, not the restaurant, like the period. Mm. But I was looking at it being like, fuck, can some dude with somebody else's face on his face come in here with a chainsaw? <laughs> yeah. It's like they're medieval Karens, all of them. Kind of. That was that was what I didn't like early on. It, it got less as the as the it series did. went it on. It really did. But those first couple episodes was like, I don't think I can. I don't think I can watch these the way. Well, I, and. See, that's the thing. I watched the first episode, mm-hmm. and then like two or three weeks went by. Yeah. And I kind of forgot about it, and I was like, you know, I should get back to that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then another episode would drop, and I was like, I should watch that. I should catch Yeah. Yeah. I can't stand them girls, man. I can't stand the fucking prince. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. They really were, dude. They were like all medieval Karens, all of them. Kind of, yep. And then- I watched the second episode and was like, all the people that I liked in the first episode, I like more. Mm-hmm. All the people I hated in the first episode, I hated more. That fucking princess, dude. I was, oh, oh, she really started reminding me of the fucking <laughs> sisters from Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, she's she's kind of a little much. I'm like, down to the fucking haircut. Oh, and I actually had to look it up because I was like, is she one of them? Because she act exactly like the one. Yeah. That annoyed me the most, and I'm like, motherfucker. Well, yeah, and I think that's 
yeah, that's what's the least likable of our, it, it almost takes you out of it. Cause it does, like I said, it feels like a CW show. Like, yeah, yeah. Down, down to the way they deliver the line, like the way she delivers the lines. It's like, yep. it almost felt like they pulled her right out of a CW show and dropped her in the middle of this and was like, yep. it's still modern times. Talk how you'd like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like down to, like you said, delivery, performance, all of it was just like, I I don't think I'm going to be able to stand this, but I like fucking Borman. I like right. uh, Flash. I like Emphis, Nest. It's like, they all these three are fucking awesome, man. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when fucking Willow showed up, it's like, it's fucking Warwick Davis. Come on. Right. How can you not like him? Right. And then I think it was like episode three or four. It's like, you know, Alora's starting to grow on me. Right. And then I think the thing for me that really turned for her is like I looked her up and I was like oh oh now I understand why she kind of annoys me mm-hmm. because she's Cause she, English I think mm-hmm. doing a, trying to do an American mm-hmm. accent and it's and it's, it just feels off there's something yeah, there, something about it isn't right and that was the thing I kept telling you it's like there's something about this girl that I don't understand but I hate <laughs> and like once I figured that out yeah I was like oh oh that makes sense okay I can see why things from her feel a little off and a mm-hmm. little like stilted. It's like because she's not used to the accent mm-hmm. and she's trying to figure it out. And like after that, I was like, okay, I like Alora now. I can fucking move on. But I still don't like that fucking princess. Yeah. Well, that's something else too. Like it's like spoiler territory or whatever, but I like that they didn't drag out the mystery. Like the mystery of where is Alora Dannon? Oh, yeah. Like, it was solved at the the end of the first episode. Boom. Done. Let's move on. Which was kind of surprising. I was like, oh, shit. I mean, I I saw it coming, who it was going to end up being. But I was like, oh, shit. They really just finished that up right now. I wasn't Mm -hmm. wasn't expecting that. I was expecting them to play coy about it for a little longer. And it was funny because they did set it up like it was going to be a mystery. Right. Because they're like, we don't know where Alora Dannon is. Right. And it was... I liked the I liked how they found out too was like that he knew immediately who she was. Right. You know what I mean? Like like and with no fanfare just like oh you're not supposed to be here. Mhm. She's like, "Huh?" Yeah, he's like, "You're supposed to be in the protective bubble, douche." Uh-huh. One thing that really did annoy me even to the end of the series was the way they all said every fucking time almost, Alora Dannon. There was a few times where people were like, Alora, but right. a lot of them it was like, Alora Dannon. It was like fucking watching Scandal. <laughs> where they're like, Olivia Pope, Olivia Pope. Hi, Olivia Pope. I've got a job for you, Olivia Pope. Hey, Olivia Pope. Right. It's like, we get it. You can say fucking Olivia or Miss Pope. You don't have to say her full fucking name. Do you want to say her middle name too? <laughs> you want to fucking tell us if her middle name's like Diane or something? Olivia Diane Pope. Hey, come here. I got a fucking message I need you to deliver. Mm-hmm. It was the same fucking thing. I like that they had Willow's actual daughter from the movie as an adult, like play the same actress. Like, and that's, isn't that Warwick's real daughter? I don't know. It's not, but. But it's the same actress that who played the little kid, like when she was a little kid. Now she's an adult. And they I got, think that's Warwick's daughter. I don't think so. Let me look. I don't think so. She's got a different name. I think. I'm pretty either that or I'm, sure. At either least. that or I'm wrong. You might be high. It's okay. I'm actually not yet. Oh. I'm actually not yet, so I might actually remember to watch Bad Batch tonight. <laughs> show me where the fucking sequel show is. There it is. Television sequel. <laughs> But yeah, I'm pretty fucking sure it is, at least. Let's see, Mims. Mim, that's not... Nope, nope, come on, stupid fuck. 
Mims, Annabelle Davis, Willow's daughter. Oh, it is. She was previously portrayed by Don Downing in the film. Wait, I thought that was the same. Well, I'm all all kinds of wrong, huh? <laughs> what the fuck? Why did I think that that was the same actress? Yeah, she wasn't even born when the original movie was made. Fucking shit nuggets. You you might have thought that because they did tweet pictures. I don't know if you saw this or not. Oh Please yeah, you did. You can use this as an excuse. As like then versus now, and they had all the characters. Yeah. Uh, they had Mims. They had yeah. Willow. They yeah. Had no, I, I saw Laura that. Bannon. I saw that, okay. but that was after. I mean, I thought at the very start that 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 was who it was. Oh no, uh, no. Hmm. I don't. I I didn't really put that much thought into it, but I knew it was his daughter because I saw it might have been the red carpet shit. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Elena Jacobs portrays a five-year. Oh wait, who previously? Oh Jesus fucking Christ! They had one, two, three, four, five, six. They had seven kids play. Alora as an infant in the original movie. Well, that's not that surprising. I mean, it is because only two of them were related. Mm, yeah. Well, they probably had a stunt baby. Yeah, one they could throw around. Right. Anyway, yeah. There's anyway, that. yeah. And s- something else about the show that I, after the first after the first episode, I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna like this or not. But like, they ended every episode with like a modern, like rock and roll song. And not even that, a cover. Yeah, right. But it was like, well, that's kind of that's kind of weird. That and I think at one point, it was in the middle of the show. Even uh, yeah, there was some some fight or something that they had like a, a like a modern song playing, and I was like, actually, you know, it's not that bad. Like I'm shocked that that they hit me just the right way. That I was like, I can live with this. That's okay. Yeah. Um. Normally, I would be like, that's fucking like it's anachronistic or something. It's like it doesn't belong in this fantasy setting. Like, why are you, you know? I had problems with some of the covers. I thought the song choices were pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but some of the covers, I was like, ugh. Yeah, well, I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about in general. Right. You know, because it wasn't even like they made them like fantasy sounding, like Mm-mm. like medieval sounding or anything. It was like, it was a straight up. No, they weren't plunking lutes and shit. Right. Right. It was a straight up modern. Which actually, that might have sounded cool. Right. Like, pling, 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 and shit. Mm-hmm. That might have been cool to do fucking, what was it? Didn't they do a Metallica song? Yeah, they did Enter Sandman. I thought so. Yeah, that would have been cool to have that, like, on a loot. Mm. Somebody with some coconuts and shit, clip-clopping. <laughs> some coconuts, huh? Well, yeah, fucking yeah. holy grail, son. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I didn't really have a problem with it. I thought it worked pretty well. Mm-hmm. From the jump, and like I said, my only issue with it was the covers. That was like, oh, God. Yeah. You got this asshole butchering a damn good song. Yeah. And the but, the um, the finale was good, too, I thought. Like, I, th- I thought, spoilers, I thought the uh, the swerve at the end, or not necessarily a swerve, really, but the fact where you think that she's been convinced to just give up and yeah join or let the crone do whatever the fuck she wants in that fantasy world or whatever. And then, right. And then, then, you know, then she's like, they're like, here comes the bride. And she's like, yeah, but yeah, but I don't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm funny. You did. I'm funny. Oh, I'm funny. You didn't mention it. Questionable. Okay. I'm surprised you didn't mention it yet, but you said when 
at some point when it was going, it was a little over halfway through, and I was like, oh, fuck, you're right. But a lot of it, it felt like a D&D show. Oh, yeah, it was very D&D. It felt very D&D, like uh, from the third episode, maybe? Whichever one where they were, where Borman went down in that well to, yeah. to get that piece of the armor or some shit. Curass. Yeah, from that episode, that episode for sure was the first one, and I was like, damn, this is like a D and like, this is some shit you'd see in a D&D movie. Yeah. You know, they were in a like real dark cat, like the remains of the, the fortress from the first movie. So it was like all dark and stony and. Um, what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it was just like a felt like a Dungeons and Dragons. And then it just kept going like that. Yeah. Once you said that, I was like, oh, yeah. Every episode felt like a, a different piece of a, an adventure or, or an encounter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, once you said that, I was like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, fuck. And it, I mean, took me back to what I've said many times before, where it's like, everybody can do D&D except D&D. Right, exactly. What the fuck? It's like, this is a fucking show that's a sequel to a movie from 35 fucking years ago. Mm-hmm. And they're being like, well, if you're not going to do it, fine, we'll do it, you and stupid fuck. And it feels more D&D than probably what this D&D movie is going to feel like. Kind of, yeah. Because I'm not convinced that this movie's going to be worth a shit. Yeah, the thing... I'm hopeful. It looks like it might be good to me, but I'm also like, I'm prepared for this to be a steaming pile. Right. But it's like, it looks good, but yeah, your track record is not great. No, it's Even not. Even though I still think, I still fucking think we should get those first three D&D movies and watch them, do commentaries for them. Okay. Like a B-movie march or something, or... I don't know, but I... St- still think we should do that because i think it'd be fucking fun yeah i saw a blu-ray of them like two years ago where they were like twelve dollars for the first two Mm. and it's like this tells me everything i need to know about these movies right they don't sell good movies for twelve dollars (laughs) no and then the third one you could pick up for like four dollars extra and i'm like yeah come on (laughs) oh shit just put it make it a three pack come on I think they were made by different companies, so oh. they technically can't. Oh. But it is called, like, D- Dungeons & Dragons 3, I, I think. Even, I don't even remember that. I don't get it. I don't know how, but for some reason, they're not a three-pack. Yeah. And they were older printings of them, too, so it's like, yeah, they're trying to bury these. <laughs> right. Let's save them. <laughs> let's you, let's you make their shame public. You mean they're not on 4K yet? Yeah. They're fucking not no. even on Blu-ray. They're still just no, they were. Oh, okay. They were Blu-ray. I mean, it might have just been a DVD that somebody put Blu-ray on, but it right. said Blu-ray. It's just it's just a DVD copied onto a Blu-ray disc. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Willow and Andor gang, fucking, they have the Nerd Blitz <laughs> stamp of approval. Yep. And it is interesting, the Willow book, that because I, we found out about that like right after... After the show I came out. I think it was right after the first episode, yeah. Right. And I can't remember, was it you that found it? I think you found it. Uh, yeah. Because I, w- I went looking for it because... Because I had never heard I of it. I had never even knew that this right. existed. But there was a right. trilogy of books. Not just one book. Three fat-ass books. Uh-huh. Written by George Lucas and Chris Claremont. Right. In like the 90s. Yeah, it so was like... It was like not even close to when Willows came out. I think two years after the movie. No, it was more than that. Really? I'm pretty sure. Cause I, I th- Although tonight's I, my night for being wrong, so let's fucking find out. <laughs> you want to find out? Okay. <laughs> I th- I just thought it was like in 90 or 91, Willow again. Fuck. No, I'm pretty sure. 
It's let's see, Willow. No, not that fucking Willow film. Okay. Here we go, gang. We're going to fight and see who gets to it first. Shadow Moon, published in 1995. Oh, shit. Wow. I thought, I well, thought it was like... Fuck you, bitch. I can be wrong, too. <laughs> I thought, yeah, look <laughs> at me. Look at me. I can be wronger than you. Aha! 95, 96, and 2000. 2000. Damn. Yeah, I can't... I, I have no memory of these at all. Yeah. And, I mean, well, you would have you thought, had I seen it... Because that was like right in peak Borders bookstore shopping days oh yeah so you would have thought that i would have seen george lucas's name on the cover and been like oh and hey came. and then and then chris claremont been like i know him too what's, what's this book about and then pick it up and read the back and be go oh fuck it's a sequel to willow well and the thing is too like the cover of the first book it looks like generic fucking oh fantasy. it's super generic dude the art on these are not great the second one too i'm looking at them all now yeah oh and the third one is like what the fuck is this it's some half naked chick Holding like a baby dragon. Yeah, it's weird. Well, it, so, yeah, you had found that, and I was like, are you shitting me? And I immediately went out and looked, and I was like, oh my god, I can get a fucking really nice copy for like $15 or some shit. Well, what happened was, like, I I think, like, the first episode had aired, and I was like, oh, that's cool. Let's look up this a little bit. And I was on Wikipedia, and I went down to other media, and I was like, huh, Tor Books put out a Willow game. Huh. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, there was a fucking video game. Not novels. <laughs> yeah, I I was like I had no idea and I immediately went out and looked and I'm like cuz I thought it was just going to be one and I looked I'm like holy shit there's three of these. And then uh uh immediately was like, "Well, got to buy one of those cuz mm-hmm. I want cuz I wanted to read I wanted to see how it differed from the series." Yeah. Like how far like did they use any of it? And so far I can safely say they didn't use nothing out of these books. Well, these books are says, they're they're wacky, dude. Of course, this Lucas outlined outlined the Chronicles of the Shadow War trilogy to follow the film and hired comic book writer novelist. I didn't know Claremont was a novelist, but okay, to adapt them into a series of books. They take place fifteen years after the original film and feature the teenage uh, Laura Dannon as a central character. Yeah, I don't even think I've gotten that far yet. I didn't know it was fifteen years after. I thought it was. I thought it was just a couple of years after. Yeah, well, spoilers. The highlight so far has been Willow fucking his wife and then falling asleep. Oh, yeah. I was like, damn. I mean, it wasn't like graphic or anything, but it was like, you know, he, oh, yeah. he was working in the, he was working late in the lab and he come come upstairs, got in bed and fucking I shit happens. I was working in the lab late one night when my wife walked in. Shit happens and homeboy rolls over and goes to sleep and wakes up and has like, it wakes up flying on the back of a dragon or some shit. And then, and, and, then, and then, like, the next fucking 50 pages is, like, a dream where he goes to where, to Tira's lean, where uh, Mad Mardigan and What's-Her-Nuts are living and taking care of the baby and yeah. talks to them. And the whole the whole thing's supposed to be some kind of a dream. And then, and the then, and then he- Tira's lean, like, fuck with you at all? No, why? Because I was like, this sounds so fucking familiar. Tira's lean. Kind of does sound familiar, but- Well, I got to thinking about it, and I was like- Oh shit, Gleon Salm from oh, Solo, okay. yeah, yeah, another from Solo. John Kasdan project. Well, and I was like, oh, I get it. The motherfucker's got a fucking mm-hmm. kink for like fantasy. But anyway, he was on the back of a dragon, woke up, and he's going. Yeah, through. And, he, and, he, and then he, in the dream, she tells him like they're teasing him about something. She tells a story about some other Nelwyn 
named, uh, I forget, some weird name. And she said, that's what I'm going to start calling you. And then the dream ends and he wakes up. And, and then balls the, deep. And the, no, the, the chapter ends. That was like the end of the first chapter. And it was like fucking 25 pages probably. And, oh my God. And, uh, and then it says, and his world changed or the world he knew was gone or some shit like that. I don't know what, what the wording was exactly, but then the next chapter starts and now we're, now we're following a Nelwyn named this name that this chick was telling him his name should be. And it almost, mm-hmm. it almost feels like time had passed. And like, now he's living as this person in this, I can't tell what the fuck's going on. <laughs> so I just, I, I just keep reading and hoping it's going to make sense eventually. I don't know if we went back in time or forward in time or gonna go back in time. Or what the fuck? Because, or if or if this is Willow, I think it's supposed to be Willow, just using a different name now or something. I don't, I cannot figure out what's going on. I have no idea because I haven't looked into it. Yeah, it has not been explained yet. It just yeah. happened. It just happens, and that's where I'm at. <laughs> I said uh, I didn't know uh, Claremont was a novelist. Yeah. You want to talk about being wrong? Here's my second time tonight. I, I have two of his novels. Oh my god, that's how you know you got too many books. Well, no, I know I have the books. I just forgot he wrote them. Well, that's it's what the I, novel yeah. for X Men Two and X Men Three. Oh, that makes sense. And I was like, oh, okay. The novels of those movies are not great. <laughs> no, well, the movies no. the movies weren't that great either. So no, just the first one. He didn't. And and even that one, I'm afraid to go back and watch. I'm, I'm sure. Oh, I'm, yeah, gonna be, I'm too, sure I'm going to but... be like, this is dog shit. But that that book's pretty good. I, I just the way I'm talking oh. about it, it sounds like sounds like I'm saying it's like shit and boring. Yeah, but it's not necessarily boring. It's just it's a well, lot. Well, didn't you tell me at one point it's kind of like a history book more than it is like a novel? I mean, it kind of reads like one. I mean, okay. it's it's not really like a history book, I guess, but it's. It's just so dense that it's like yeah. it's like you're learning about a different world, like a, like a history book of a different world. Yeah, kind of. Gotcha. I remember what the thing was. Uh, you kept saying Nelwyn, and I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Is it fucked up the way, especially with, you know, how, like, progressive this show is and shit? Yeah. The way everybody still is like, hmm, watch out, Peck. And the way... All of the Nelwins react to it. It's basically like calling them. The it's N-word. the N word. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. Is it fucked up that everybody's like move Peck and everybody's just like yeah we're cool with this? Um. I don't know. I mean it. Yeah. I mean we can cut this. I just no no that's it, it no, struck it's, me at all as no, odd. it does it does strike me a little bit odd, but at the same time it's kind of like well. This is supposed to show you how humans don't really like because right. they, they don't call well, humans nobody really, but they don't they don't call humans humans either. They call them daikini, so right. But I mean, you could tell by the look on Willow's face that like it's, oh yeah, Peck is an insult. Him. Yeah, right. Yeah, definitely. But it it would be like walking into a group of black people saying the n word, and they're just like, yeah, we're cool with this. You go on, go ahead, say it again. Oh you know? no! Oh no no! Yeah, but I mean, what are they going to do? They're they're tiny people. They can't. Right. They can't fight a daikini necessarily. I guess I, a better react or a better thing would be like if Big Show walked into a right group of black people and was like N, right. and they're like, oh yeah, you, you get you get the pass, right? Or yeah, or like uh, yeah, the Big Show walks into a room with Gary Coleman and right says, hey, right, um, yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. What are you, yeah, what are you gonna do? Right. What are you gonna yeah. do? 
He's like, <laughs> you're right. I it. am. Thank you. <laughs> I'll take it. What you talking about, Big Show? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, I fucking love it though. And there was a tease that there might be two more seasons coming. Right. You you showed me that, and I missed it the first time because I didn't sit through the. This time I didn't go through the credits thinking there was going to be an end credits scene. I like I I did, but I blew right past the actual thing. The the actual right. uh, thing that would be considered an after credits or a mid credits, right. I guess. Yeah. But yeah, the the hand closes that book and puts it on the shelf, and there's two other two other Willow volumes. Right. And what's funny is they said, well, we see the movie as like the epilogue to the first book, and I'm like, or the pro- the prologue to the yeah, sorry, yeah. prologue. And I'm like, okay, well, then you better make these next seasons longer, which they're still playing coy, being like, well, we don't know. There's yeah. conversations happening, and it's like. Bitch, just say it's happening. Right. But I'm like, you better make these seasons a little bit longer because those books were all the same length. That was a two-hour movie plus a fucking eight-episode show. Right. Give me like 10 episodes or 12 episodes or something. And again, a month before the show started, if you told me, oh, yeah, they're already greenlit two new seasons, they're going to be 10 episodes, I'd be like, what? Okay. Mm-hmm. If that's how you feel, okay. But but now right. I'm like, give it to me, fucker. Yeah. Why are we waiting? No, you know what this show feels like? Uh, uh, like a, a modern equivalent, like Cobra Kai. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like soap opera-y and the performances are very like soap opera-y and like, yeah. you know, like CW, like I said. It's the same mm-hmm. with Cobra Kai. It kind of is the same, but it's it's fun to watch. It's enjoyable. Yeah. It's like, yeah. An, a, it's not corny, but it's like an enjoyable, fun you know, fun little piece of fluff to watch and be entertained by. Right. Yeah. They can see that. But there you have it, gang. Yep. Talked about a lot of books. Talked about two shows. Yep. I didn't even talk about the uh, the Dragonlance book that I, I skipped right over that. That was one of the things where oh, I said yeah. I was done reading all the good stuff, so I had to go back to Shadow of the Sith. But wow. we don't really have to get into that now. I'm just... I'm just saying well, that we was... can talk about that next time because I do want to talk about D and D and all the goings on there. Oh yeah, I know. Last time we were going to talk about the destruction of Twitter this time, but we had other shit to talk about. But yeah, now we're going to talk about the destruction of D and D. But yeah, that was another reason that I was so gung ho on getting those Willow books was because I had just yeah. finished the Dragonlance book and I was like, oh, I would need another mm. book like this, and it is not like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hard to find. D&D books. Yeah, it's like the the Dragonlance book was like middle school, high school, English class, and then mm-hmm. this is like <laughs> fucking advanced uh, English literature. Yeah. Two, two or three hundred level college literature class. Yeah. The Willow book is. Yeah, I you know, that book, I heard a lot of people talking about it before it came out, and then mm-hmm. it dropped, and I was like, yeah, we're done talking about that. Mm. Nobody's talked about it since like the day before it came out, other than you. I was like, that's fucking odd. I know. I already pre-ordered the sequel. You could actually buy it already. It doesn't come out oh, until yeah. August. Wow. I was like, well, I'm going to do this while I got money. Yeah, I feel you. I'll have a nice surprise in August when I'm broke. Yeah, <laughs> no shit. August swings around and be like, thanks, past me. Yeah, past me really looking out for future me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we'll try to talk about the destruction of Twitter because it's... Still fucking going down the tubes. Yeah, it's happening in slow motion now. Yeah, it really is like a slow-mo train crash. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, not even a car crash, it's a train crash. Yep. First it started it's like falling over. 
and then it fell over. Right. It's like it's stuck on these rails, mm-hmm. but it's like you're only going two miles an hour. Don't you see that right there? It's nope, like you're still going to keep going. Here's a reference you'll understand that it's like the Peter Peter Griffin trying to get the frog out the window. <laughs> Twitter's the frog and Elon yep, Musk is Peter Griffin. He's I, trying to get it out the window and it just won't go. I actually missed that episode when it first aired and I saw a clip of that on Attack of the Show the next day. Oh, really? Yeah. That pops up every once in a while on a, like a reel or a Oh, uh, it was so good. Uh, Which, that's another thing we need to talk about. Uh, actually, that might have to be a Patreon episode, but the destruction of G4, too. It's just been a bloodbath lately. It really has. Anywho, yeah. Next time, we'll try to talk about the, the destruction of Twitter and D&D. Okay. Anywho, uh, what do you say we do some Patreon shout-out thank you times? Yes, sir. Patreon shout-outs go to at G-I-G-I-A-M-K-3-0, at Spider Scooby, at Steve Boost, at AC Farrell 1976 at S. Morgan 21 at Josh M-G-A, at Midnight Smoke One, at Corny Jenkins, at underscore 13 Chris, at T-E-S-D Groupie, at Forgeticus, Big Bad Forgeticus, at Katya Queen, and at a newbie, uh, the number zero, the number zero, the number zero, underscore the word three. So zero, 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 underscore three. Yep. He's, a, he's a New Zealander. Oh, yep. Nice. So uh, that's Patreon shout out. Thank you, Times. Thanks, guys. Time for regular thank yous? Yep. Our regular thank yous go to at the Sarge for opening music, at Sherry Archinoff for our logo for this and the commentaries, at Looking for Eight for our Knights of Nerdblitzdown. Design and at Steve Boost for our Nerd Rats Blitz. Fuck. Try again. Our Nerd Rats Blitzery machine and our question of the week design and for doing the. Jesus Christ. And for doing the uh, <laughs> TNB Critical Brit. Yep. Thanks, I'm having guys. issues over here. Don't laugh at me. Yeah, I could tell. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, and doing the Critical Brit segment for the site. Yep. Thanks, dude. Time for our shit? Yep, time for our shit. Subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and find everything we do at nerdblitz.com. Get yourself some merch by going to redbubble.com slash people slash nerdblitzpod slash portfolio, or go to spring.com and search The Nerd Blitz. Get yourself some extra audio by going to patreon.com slash nerdblitzpod, um, and get the uh, camping trip and other stories. Our first book, and trust me, there are more books coming. I'm writing every fucking day. Let me tell you, writing essays and nonfiction is so much harder than writing fiction. Yeah. I don't know why it just is. Because it's like, no, you got to slow down, collect your thoughts, and then write. You can't just be like, let's see where this fucking shit goes. Right, you can't just ramble and make shit up. Yeah. But yeah, the camping trip and other stories. Go to Amazon, search that, and get our first book. It's a collection of six horror, horror... Uh, short stories. Um, let's see. Other than that, I'm at the Scooby Doom on places. You're at nope. You're at you Fitzgerald. are. Oh, uh, hey, I had to yawn. You waited too long. Oh. Well, I I fucking you had to <laughs> yawn, and I'm like a dumpa, a but that dumpa, a da da. Let's try that again. Fuck. Yeah, we'll leave it again. in. I don't care. I just want to do it clean. I want to do it right. Okay. I'm at the Scooby Doom. You are. At Fitzman73. You fucking pause, too. You're like, I'm like, what are you doing over here? Well, I had to take a breath. Why do you have to breathe? Explain that to me. I don't know. <laughs> and together, we're at Nerd Blitz Pod. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
Um, let's see. I think that's everything. I, that felt that felt good. Yeah, felt good. Now I'm wore out. Yeah. Well, that's what happened. Do you remember when we used to do like those three-hour marathons? Where we'd knock out a book club and a fucking main show and all that shit. Yep, I remember. Man, we're old. Uh, Yep. Anywho, Anywho. until next time when we come back with a bunch of bullshit. Bye. Good, did I do a voice at the top? No, I didn't. Come back next time, our sanity depends on it. I don't know what that was. Cleveland Jr., like he was getting strangled by a dragon or something. I don't know. Oh, yeah, choke me. Okay. That's. Whoa. We should probably stop recording before it gets any darker. I think so. I'm stopping. (laughs) And stop. This has been a feature of TSDJA Productions and JJ2E Media.